guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts in a hotel room this week, <laughs> no external noise, and here with my co-host as always. Graham K. Hello, everybody. I am also coming from a hotel room. Where are you right now, Kirk? I am in Tulsa. Just landed in uh, beautiful Oklahoma. Beautiful Oklahoma? Ooh, sure. Oklahoma. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's got its own little charm. Hopefully Home I'll have a piece of, of meat Sooners. tomorrow. Yeah. Kirk, what's a Sooner? You're American. What's a Sooner? I have no idea. I have no idea. I probably should, but uh, I have no idea. I'm guessing it's a bird, but I have no idea. Send your letters <laughs> to Graham K, everybody. <laughs> as, a, as an immigrant, I'm going to guess that it has something to do. It's a, like a type of person, maybe like a type of settler. I'm going to guess. I think... My real guess is it probably has something to do with uh, when they had the land grab or whatever it was called, where the first they do this thing where like yeah. the first person to run out and uh, settle the land. Yeah. And so that it's basically a race. There's a Tom Tom Cruise movie, right, where it's him and, and uh, his his wife, I think, his future wife, and they, the first person to run out there and stake their claim, so to speak, which literally means put a stake in the ground. And, and you know what? Sooner, We're both right. Um, I'm yep. just guessing. It is. It's the name given to settlers who entered the unassigned lands in what is now the state of Oklahoma before the official start of the land rush of 1889. Oh, I was close. Yes, you were. I was close, but yes. you were. You were uh, I was trying to be funny, and I was wrong. Not a bird. Not a bird. Not How a bird. is your day, and where are you? Yeah, and uh, oh, I am in Seattle, uh, and I am in uh, the hotel room. In Seattle, uh, same same one as before, I think. And the fancy res- residence regents, Renaissance, Renaissance. Sorry. I'm yes, I've been I've been in here a lot because it's been snowing and they don't have. Um, it snowed the entire time I'm here. They don't have the whole city doesn't have any snow plows because it never snows and it's been snowing Sounds for a week right. straight. And it's dangerous out there. Uh, yeah. There's no the the whole everything's a hill. And nothing's been cleared, and it's just packed ice, and the sidewalks are dangerous, and cars are skidding off uh, the streets and into the sidewalks, and it is bedlam out there. No one knows how to drive in the snow. I tell you what, Oklahoma, they know how to drive in the snow. These people, (laughs) no idea what they're doing. They go around a corner, gas, step on the gas. They get stuck, they pump the gas. They have no idea what they're doing. Guys, if you're in a warm climate and you ever find yourself in the snow and you're stuck in a car, you don't slam the gas. It's crazy. I just give I, us I'm give us give us the Canadian. Uh, how do you do it? What do you turn against the turn or walk us through? How does it work, Graham? You uh, go forward and then reverse slowly backwards, and you rock it back and forth. And when you get momentum going, then you put more gas, but you don't gun it. You feel okay. it. So when you rock forward more gas and you know what you never fight the hill if you're on a hill and you're losing battle and you're turning sideways well guess what you're not going to turn right back up and go up that hill you turn down that hill you go down that hill because you're not going to you're not going to get up it without momentum you gotta you gotta go back to where you can gain momentum and try that hill again or you got to go around the hill you know because yeah it's and it's even common sense people are going around corners here and downhill at the same time. There's a my hotel's on a corner, and uh, we just watched people at the after my show. Me and this uh, this other this other guy from somewhere w- where there's snow normally. 
We're just sitting there watching cars smash into a pole one after another. And we just, we'd walk wow. over and push them out. And then two minutes later, somebody else would gun it. The guy was like, yeah, my wife and I, were, we, we can see this corner from our hotel room and you can see who's going fast, who steps on the gas and who doesn't. And then sure enough, they smash into a pole. Anyway, uh, this is the Comedian's Guide to Autism and Driving in the Snow. Um, <laughs> we are two stand-up comedians. We both have autistic loved ones. I got a brother. He's got a son. Uh, and we're, we're having a party. We're, we're on the road a lot, but we're making this podcast work. It's, you know, it's, it's also it's, it's a, it's an opportunity uh, to catch up with my good friend, Kirk. That's why I enjoy this it's podcast. True. Now, Kirk, you've had a long day. Tell us about it. Before we get to the, po- the, the autism uh, portion of this podcast, <laughs> um, which we have, a, we, 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 I think we found a pretty interesting article. Um, it, we it's, did. It's, 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 I, I think it ties in with two my uh, my interests: God and autism. Yes, it's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those are your interests. Uh, file God under an interest uh, for you, um, and a fear of mine. But uh, anyway, the. Uh, <laughs> Well, so we're interested for different reasons. You're interested because you're petrified, <laughs> and so it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, just uh, joking. Just joking. Yeah, yeah. Before we get into that, this is what we should do, Kirk. Um, What's up, bud? We should remind our listeners uh, to donate to uh, donate to Patreon.com/slash/autastic. That is our Patreon page. Very safe. Very easy. That's the way podcasts make money these days. You donate on Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Autastic. You can donate as much or as little as you would like per episode. Helps us keep it going. And, uh, you know, also tell your friends about the podcast, guys. Don't be afraid. Tell your friends. Um, we've, we've been slacking on telling you guys to uh, help promote us and uh, donate on the Patreon. And um, Kirk and I have decided that we're going to try and be uh, m- more propo- more business minded, m- more business minded about this, <laughs> about uh, autism, about autism. We're going to be more business minded <laughs> about autism. Make those big, big autism bucks, you know? Uh, no, um, seriously, though, guys, if some of you are like, oh, I would love to take you out to lunch and you're like, yeah, I'll throw down a $20 one time, whatever or whatever. That's your chance. It's right there. We appreciate it. It uh, costs yeah. money to buy this equipment that uh, we travel with, so it gets a lot of wear and tear on it, a lot. Yeah. This equipment's been and, uh, on five and, boats and, this month. And time. We're, we do this for a living, and we're not uh, – trust us. You could, you could see on Patreon how much money we're making. We're not making millions. Yeah. Uh, so it shows you how much we make it, in yeah. total on the, on the page itself. Um, yeah. I mean, we always told you, we always said that we were going to put bonus content on our Patreon page for only the Patreon subscribers, which we have not done. And uh, but we did send out care packages. Uh, just send we me did an email. send out care like, packages. I, I would like a book or an album, and I will drop ship those to you. No problemo. Free of charge. No problemo. Yeah, free of charge. Of course, yeah, if you're donating. Yes. Um, yeah, we had care packets. You know. We 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 had uh, we sent the ingredients for Rice Krispies with ketchup. Which is what we your son that. loves. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, we one dollar. You sent out your album. We are at yeah one dollar earphones, so your uh, loved one yep. who has autism can use them and break them, no problem. And then we may uh, have ordered them bulk from China. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we had. A, it was a fun care packet. We should let it us know if funny. you want it. We'll send them right away. We sent them to Australia. We sent them all over the place. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the plug. The plug is over. Let's get back to the podcast. You've had a long day, Kirk. Tell us. I about had it. a long day. 
I, uh, yeah. was, I, I was in Charleston on a ship. We went to the Bahamas. And uh, as you longtime listeners will know, last week I was in Nassau. And then today I flew in from Charleston to Oklahoma City, part of this book launch. Uh, you know, we did, there's a new book, that book that came out called United in Autism that I wrote a chapter right. in. I think it's chapter four. And so one of the Where part of the Where can we find books, that book, Kirk? Online. Amazon. You can find it everywhere. And what's yeah. it called so again? United in Autism. It's a series okay. of short stories of parents with kids with autism. And it's just uh, encouraging and, uh, and and heartwarming stories. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it is. And so there's events around the country that have been planned. And we just had one was that two weeks ago in, in Fort Worth. We've been in Iowa. We've been in mm-hmm. no, Idaho. Sorry, Idaho. We've been other places i'm trying to think it's been six shows i've had a long travel day tomorrow we're in tulsa oklahoma i'll be doing an hour of comedy signing books and uh it'll be a night out for mostly moms it's autism moms group although it's not exclusively dads could come it's turned out it's ended up being 100 autism moms everywhere we go it's a lot of testosterone yeah uh, that is lacking in that room uh (laughs) well maybe i don't add that much (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes it's good to be around a lot of estrogen. I like it. It's good. There's energy. a lot of estrogen, a lot of compassion. There's some jokes I've learned the hard way I can't do because nope. women are very much more compassionate than men, and so uh, yeah. Oh, well, they're you, also you get, you get the you get the groans. They're also not so. com- they're not comedians. They're 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 that's true. Reg- they have regular feelings. They haven't been yeah. they haven't built up a callus over their soul. Like we have. That's true. That's um, true. But it's a lot of estrogen in that room. 100 women. I even get nosebleeds sometimes. Uh, I feel like our cycles all line up. <laughs> Shut up, it's, Kirk. Uh, <laughs> Kirk, now you're, now you're being cut, sexy. I should probably cut that joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave it in. Uh, no, but I, you ever do comedy with like on an all fem- like an all woman show uh, and, and you're the only man? It's a different experience. It's great. Everyone is so supportive and nice. It's just nice. But they don't laugh at any jokes that are even so like sometimes you'll make jokes about being alone and, you know, it's a joke and it's about mm. me. I'm fine with that. I wrote the joke and they will not laugh at that. Yeah. <laughs> well, female, you're going to be women fine, comedians, Kirk. It's going to work comedians out for will you. laugh at that for sure because they get what's know. that? What's that? Female comedians will laugh at that. Don't say that yeah, they yeah, wouldn't yeah. laugh at that. Comedians will laugh at that. No, no, no. I was saying, I was saying, when I do these shows and it's all women, and I make yeah. a joke about living alone, or I know, I get know, it, I get it. I know what you're saying, yeah. but they, yeah. the the audience does not find those jokes funny. They feel bad for me, which I'm like, mm-hmm. you don't feel bad. It's just a joke. But oh, uh, well. yeah, that's tomorrow. If you're in Tulsa, if I get this out in time, yeah, I might get this out in time. And uh, it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. And then stay. I'll start publishing upcoming dates. I'm in Equitability Houses. We're doing this whole thing backwards. We did the Patreon first. Now I'm giving my schedule. <laughs> yeah, well, you just launched into your schedule. <laughs> uh, sorry. Can't help. What's going on in your week of review, Graham? I'm sorry. I'm, bur- I'm burying the lead. I'm burying the lead. Lead? Oh, there's no lead. It's just nothing. Uh, the snow. I was supposed to record, uh, try my rec- my album recording again. I re- uh, if you, our listeners know probably, uh, our frequent listeners, I tried to record my album a couple months ago in New York, but um, it, I had a heckler, and it just, you know, I had, a, I had a drunk couple. I had to kick them out, and it kind of ruined the oh, recording. So dude. I was going to do it again um, here in Seattle. They, they said, uh, Graham, 
was like, I was like, hey guys, is it cool? Is it is it a good idea to record my album at your club? Uh, and said, Graham, Graham, we've had uh, forty Saturdays sold out in a row, forty wow. in a row. And I said, I'm in, because it's a good club. I was like, forty <laughs> in a row, guaranteed sellout. <laughs> then that's where I'm gonna record, baby. Then they had something called Snowpocalypse, um, where basically Seattle turned into Ottawa, Canada for a week while I'm here. And uh, s- school's been closed for a week. Barely anybody made it out to my shows, but we had a good time. The brave souls who made it out um, and, you know, survived the seven snowflakes that were in the air that scared this in- this population into their house. I think it's you. I think it's you, Graham. You're bringing the snow to town. If, uh, once they kick you out, you'll be like the Jonah that gets thrown to the whale and the storm stops as soon as you yeah. depart. As soon as you depart. Oh, 100%. 100% is going to happen. <laughs> If if I can make it out of this town, the snow will stop. It's going to snow all day tomorrow during my <laughs> flight, so hopefully I can make it out of town. Um, also, uh, I'm going to L.A. for the next two weeks after this, and guess what? Scheduled 50 degrees in rain for the next week, so it's going to be chilly and rainy. <laughs> I have a plan with a friend to go to Mexico. We uh, we got a uh, Airbnb for two nights. Nice. 55 fun. degrees and rainy right on the beach. Can't wait. <laughs> Going to be great. <sighs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. You know, my record review is uh, JJ's lentils had another call today and he's cramming those lentils in as fast as he can. Like it's good. Like, it's, like they're going out of business. So spicy, you're trying spicy to change lentils. Your, let's, you're trying to change. Let's get, let's recap. Your, your son's trying to change his diet, lose some weight. You're like more lentils. Yeah. Okay trying to change it up a little less grain a little bit more vegetables and legumes Mm -hmm. and uh and get that weight off and we we up the up the walking again um yeah i need to look at a schedule and what i need to do is fly out there and see him again Uh, i haven't booked that flight i need to book that what i need is more flights in my life but no seriously you need to book that flight yeah you need need a you, you need a month in la to regroup buy some groceries take care of yourself and then you should go out there See if my plant's still alive. I think that's a good idea. You need to get some <laughs> sleep, buddy. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not that's wrong. What I, I need to do that, too. I need to go back to my apartment, regroup. I'm going to do that. I, well, I tomo- do that. tomorrow, not tomorrow, Wednesday, I'm flying out. Tuesday, excuse me, I'm flying out to Ecuador to do to try to build that house that we're going to try to build for a disabled person. So I'm excited about that. That'll be good. That'll and, fill up uh, your soul. And and yeah. you're going to be exhausted, but it'll be a good exhausted, not a mental exhaustion. And you'll be it's better see your physical parents. than emotional. I agree. Your parents live down there, and does your brother live down there still? Yeah, I have a brother down there, and then uh, um, it's uh, my dad's turning seventy, and so there's going to be a bunch of us down there. There's a bunch of us down there, and so it should be. It should be good. I think I could spill the beans on this. I don't think he listens to his podcast, but hopefully we'll have a little party for him. Yeah, uh-huh. a little su- of the surprise nature, and uh, yeah, it should be good. Should be good. Should I'm be excited. That'd be big, great, man. The big seven zero, the big seven zero. So yeah, I should have gone back for my dad's seventieth. I just called him. I think I don't know if I even sent him anything. I'm a bad son. Um, yeah, no, you can just send him something now. He won't remember. He's got the Alzheimer's to kick in. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> so here, Kirk, let me ask you this. Um, so last year you went down to Ecuador and you you built uh, a house and our listeners helped donate money uh, so you could build a house 
for a woman with a disabled son who, you know, is physically and developmentally delayed, uh, may 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 have may have had autism as well. We're not entirely sure. Um, well, he's diagnosed with autism. He may okay. have had been blind as well because I he had see. he has MS. He's got autism. He's got epilepsy. Right, right. He had a bunch of stuff. I yeah. knew it was a bunch. Uh, so. Do you have an update on that? Are they still living there? Is it good? Did They're we still living there. The house is good. We're still working on... She's got some like temporary work, like off and on kind of made kind of stuff, uh, cleaning kind of jobs. Uh, a long time listeners know it's, it's like seven kids in that house, four boys, mm-hmm. three girls, and the littlest is like eight months. And mm-hmm. so her mom, uh, the lady, the, the mom of Sebastian, who's the disabled little boy, Mm-hmm. Her Sebastian's grandma lives next door, and so she helps kick in a little bit with the help physically, so that uh, the lady can work a little bit. But it's uh, yeah, I'm gonna take pictures and post it on my Instagram. Um, yeah, man. This next week of the house and how it turned out turned out really good. Great. Turned out really really cute. Very simple, two bedroom, um, but you know, life changing. And and our our August donations all went to that. Everybody who donated in August, that's where your money went. And yeah, we appreciate Patreon it. Donators. Thank you on behalf of uh yes, 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 the Patreon, sorry. Yeah. So, so that's yeah, we thank you on behalf of Sebastian. Sorry, I keep talking over you, buddy. I'm tired. Go ahead. Would you no, say No, 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 no. You finish up. So I'm sorry to interrupt. No, 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 I was just saying I was just saying thank you. That's where your money went in August. And we thank you everybody contributed and uh every little bit helps. So we'd love to make this an ongoing thing a couple times a year, at least once a year. Go try to change someone's life by building them a simple concrete house with a little septic tank in the front, a little cistern so they can because there's no running water, obviously. And, uh, yeah, it's a very basic house. But uh, life-changing, man, life-changing for that little family. So Amazing. it's always a good reminder when I feel bad for myself and how, you know, I get frustrated sometimes doing these cruises. It was like on the way back, it was so choppy. And I was sick. I'm bouncing around on stage. I almost got bounced off the stage. I did a joke that only kind of worked, and then the, the the boat rocked to the right, and it looked like God himself was pushing me off stage. I like, had to, like <laughs> walk <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> oh, man, it was so funny. So sometimes you feel sorry for yourself, and then you remember there's people like in just drastically different, much, much yeah, harder yeah, situations. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. She, she, she lived basically in dirt with disabled children and your worst nightmare is being paid to be on a cruise ship right to be paid to be around other people on vacation so free food free everything but you're stuck out there it's like you know because you ask me what's it like well it's three square meals a day i get in my own window and if i'm good i get to see my family at the end it's like comedy jail yep (laughs) uh, (laughs) what happens if you're bad what's that what's that you said, if I'm good, I get to see my family again. What happens if you're bad? If you're bad, they resign you. You're on another week. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> just jokes. Just jokes. Uh, so JJ's doing good. He's doing, um, he's doing good. He was, uh, he, there was an aide who um, stopped working with him back in November. I won't say her name. I don't embarrass her. She's a very petite lady, and she felt like she couldn't deal with his physicality mm-hmm. uh, sometimes when he gets frustrated he jumps around and and uh, it's, it's rarely targeted at somebody he's really trying to kick somebody or hit somebody but if he gets frustrated and he makes a sprint for the door and you're in the way 
and and you weigh half of what he weighs, literally half, you're liable yeah. to get knocked over. For sure. So she felt like she had enough and so had transitioned off the team. And then just like two weeks ago, she came back and was like, well, I think we'll try again. You know, he's such a such a sweet boy. He's such a two-edged sword, right? Because he yeah. displays a lot of emotion. Right. And so uh, affection, so you too. Love so if he likes you. What's yeah. that? So you love him. You end up loving him. Right. They end up loving him and missing him because when he's when he's happy, he gives you a hug and, you'll, you know, try to – he touches heads like the Maoris do, like for a kiss, and he'll – he wants you to sit close to him while he watches his videos and puts puts his arm around you and just like leans into you and he watches his videos. So he's affectionate, and not all not all those people they work with are that way. And mm-hmm. so, I I didn't want to say it to him like, yeah, I think you miss him. You miss his little stinker because uh, he's affectionate too. So it's, sometimes it can be very rewarding to feel like you know you feel loved. But uh, she's back, and I thought that was great because she had a dog that he really liked. Mm-hmm. And she was a lady who really pushed him to get out. And so sometimes he gets along good with people that just kind of let him skate by, but that's not the best for him. He needs to be pushed. Get him off yeah. his little behind and get him like out walking. Else. Get him out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was I was happy that she was back. That's great. That's great news, man. So two yeah. big two great things that happened in a row. You know, you found yeah, out you were going to get your progress. Gonna, yep. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. School. Last week, you found out you were going to get uh, an extra year of care out of this wonderful service. And now you find out you get the good nurse back. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's a big deal. Sh- well, I don't really have that much in the way of uh, a week in review with Peter. He uh, it's you know, he's still taking care of my parents house. We talked yesterday. For the longest, we've talked in a long time. We talked for about 45 minutes and um you know, it was just more of a, just a catch up, and he seems to be in good spirits. I think he's a little bored. Um, he called me. He's, he mentioned that he was like, you know, um, I just want to. I usually he's he gets bored and he he's like I gotta go or whatever. But today, yesterday, he was like, you know, um, I was I wasn't paying it. Sometimes I just I go on, I put him on speaker, and I start flipping through my phone, and I'm not the best listener, <laughs> and I just let it. <laughs> I just let him talk. Listen, you know, and Grant, get, I can't believe you're single. So you're saying you get on yeah. the phone with people and then you just flip through Instagram. Oh, I don't believe it. You know what it's like with <laughs> someone has I'm autism, and it, like like that. Yeah, like, of course. Like my brother, he just he's just you know it's the same thing over and over and over and over and over and yep. over again. And 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 it's not about it's just it's just about him getting it out of his system, and it's also about him. Um, just not being al- having someone to talk to, you know, and having a, someone to listen to, so he's not alone. But anyway, sometimes I'll try. I'll, I'll try. I, I just I'm not a good listener. Like I, I, I get sucked in, and he noticed. He can just tell. Yep. And um, he got frustrated with me, and 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 then he did say he was, and it kind of broke my heart. And he was like, "Yeah, Graham, I just." Um, want to talk to you because i i i don't want to be bored right now and i was just like i'm sorry man and so i did a better job of listening and we talked for another 20 25 minutes um yeah he, he guilted me pretty well but uh well his arms good, better sometimes arms it's it's hard to be a sibling you know i was thinking about that about my daughter sometimes it's hard you know it's like people are just imperfect people and yeah. You know, be having a son or brother with autism doesn't make you a superman. It makes you a person with somebody, 
your life has autism. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's always going to be still complicated. Right. Exactly. Well, that's it. I mean, uh, you know, he, his spirits are good and everything else is fine. His, shul- his shoulder's getting better. He's doing his physio. It's one good thing about his uh, autism is he, it, 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 it has, there's almost an obsessive compulsive portion of it. So he's like really diligent about his, fi- his physiotherapy for his shoulder. So he's done a great job with that and a lot of improvement. He's back working. You know, he's happy. So do, should we do in the in the news? Yeah, let's do it. Um, okay. This is uh, an interesting article. Graham found this one. It's in uh, the Arizona Central um, that uh, I, was, I was alluding to earlier. Talks about uh, religion and uh, autism. Two of my my uh, interests are two things that occupy a lot of my my mind. Real estate. Um, following allegations of discrimination, Phoenix allows school for kids with autism. Mm-hmm. Following allegations of religious discrimination, Phoenix has reversed its decision to stop a school for children with autism from opening in North Phoenix. Last year, the Scottsdale Worship Center sued the city after a volunteer board that makes zoning decisions rejected a permit that the church needed to operate a school across the street from its church at Cactus and 65th Place. Attorneys for the church argued that the Phoenix Board of Adju- Adjustment erroneously denied the church's permit and displayed religious hostility in doing so. The church currently has about half a dozen students with autism in its school that it's running out of the church, and his intent was to expand it to a dozen students or and move to a house across the street from the Scottsdale Worship Center. Now, side note, this is Kirk speaking, not the article. This is the point of church, in my opinion, and, and, and religion, is to give back, to, to serve the needy, to, mm-hmm. to help the down and out and the disabled, not to buy paintings for the Vatican. Uh, don't get me started on that. But the, right. the money, the, the the idea is the money comes in and then the money goes out. It's not to accumulate wealth and become a, a nation state. The idea behind the church is like you get this money and then you go serve, you know, uh, the downhearted and the, and, and, and the, the disabled. And who more so, who, who more worthy than children who need it. So anyway, sorry, get, my, get off my high horse. But anyway, that's the whole point of church. Right. No, I, that's uh, good. The instructors had planned to use the amenities in the house, like the kitchen, washer, dryer, etc., to teach the children life skills. There's a pool and a special playground on the property. But the church needed a special permit to open at the new location. In January, the city's zoning officer granted Scottsdale Worship Center the permit for the new school, but a neighbor appealed the decision. In March, the zoning board of the adjustment heard the appeal by Patricia Humphrey, who lives one house away from the school. Humphrey told the board that allowing a school to take over residential property would decrease the property values and increase traffic in her neighborhood, even though there's already a Montessori school nearby. The Board of Adjustment, which consists of seven volunteers, unanimously sided with Humphrey. Is this religious hostility? Board members Brian Jeffries, who has since resigned from the board, said that before voting, he lives near the Scottsdale Worship Center and had seen an increase in places of worship moving to the residential area the jewish faith came in and they wanted to buy some of the homes as well and they've got a synagogue all over our area right on scottsdale road right on 65th street you name it i think he's missing a verb in that sense but anyway but they wanted to buy these houses and have public assemblies there that's the comment that provoked the scottsdale worship center to sue phoenix over the decision jeffries also said during the meeting my views today are in no way an attack on the mission or the great work it's done by the church there or by the folks that are supporting the autism school but the attorney for the Scottsdale Worship Center believes that Jeffrey's initial comments about an influx of religious facilities show that the board's decision was based on the school's religious affiliation. 
State and federal law prohibit zoning discrimination discrimination based on religion. The government should be tr- should not be trying to limit how much religion one neighborhood can have, says attorney Daniel Doncaster. They limit it. They admitted on record that they are doing that. Doncaster said the church said Doncaster said the church considers serving children with autism as part of its religious mission. And there are only a handful of private and charter schools in the Metro Phoenix that serve children with autism. The next closest school is 15 miles away. I mean, this I'm not going to read the whole article because I think you guys get the gist of it. But they, they reverse it. And uh, the city spokesman, Valenzuela, said that the city still does not believe religion was a factor in the previous decision. But uh, they're reversing their decision. And the church is absolutely thrilled that it's going to be able to serve children with autism in this area. The vote was a four to three decision, allowing them to move ahead of the construction of the school. Well, you found this article, Graham, and I know you're not a religious guy at all. So what do you think? Well, I, I'm not entirely sure. It's I mean, it's yes, it is a, the organization that is uh, opening up the school is a religious organization. But it's not to me an entirely a religious uh, story. It's. Um, I just think it's interesting. The, idea, the main thing for me is the idea of having a school specifically for people with autism. I've never heard of that before, and um, I'm in in one in one in one um, one retrospect. I'm happy it's happening. I'm happy that they we, they they get maybe a more in depth education. Um, and it's annoying to me that the community thought that it would lower their property value, which is incredibly ridiculous. selfish. It's incredibly <laughs> selfish and ridiculous. We live in a society. Um, I, I mean, w- it's annoying to me because the, the end game is these people with autism are going to be, if they're not properly educated, they're going to be a drain on your society and you're going to be paying more in taxes. Yeah. Um, so it, it's completely silly and I'm m- proud of the church for, for thinking of it um, and just to play devil's advocate Kirk uh, you know sometimes it's better to integrate these children um, isn't it you know I, I guess it's, it's all on tough a spectrum call. of course tough call. tough call yeah it depends on where they're on the spectrum so like uh, if you listen to the long time listeners mem- probably remember this but I'll say the story again because it was several years ago but we were living in Texas and he was integrated and we didn't feel like he was getting the kind of attention that he needed. He didn't need a babysitter mm-hmm. to sit next to him in the math class. He's not speaking at all. If he's not speaking right. at all, communicating at all, he, you're not going to be able to teach him algebra. I mean, you right. can have somebody sit next to him the whole time and make sure he doesn't take off his pants. He needs, like, really <laughs> intense, you know, help. Yeah. Yeah. And so we moved from Texas to New York City to chase that special autism school, PS176X public school but they had same kind of thing people sued and they got financing so i don't know i don't judge at all if people it's a very personal decision so i understand right. the idea if especially if it's they're higher functioning you want to integrate them you know mainstream i i'm on board but for my boy it was like that was not going to work and it was not going to help anybody and honestly if he was integrated with a group of kids like my daughter that's not going to help them either because He's still trying to learn basic, basic, basic stuff, which isn't an insult to him or anybody else. But he don't—he doesn't need to learn about Chaucer. He doesn't need no. Try to teach him to keep his pants on, and yeah. how to run a vacuum machine, and how to right. 
right. dress how himself be, and how, how to yeah. right. how, how to, to do remedial jobs. And, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. How to I work a lawnmower and not hurt himself or a snowplow. Sure. They could use it in Seattle or something, you know, <laughs> and, and uh so but but the but the the part that kills me is the church sometimes I feel like the church screws it up and gets it all backwards and you got you know, whenever some jerk of a pastor asks for a bazillion dollars for a private jet, it makes the news. These guys are asking for permission to, to serve the community. Yeah. And some ding dong's like, well, I don't want these kind of kids in my neighborhood. Like, you're an yeah. idiot. Let's let let the church yeah. do its thing and serve. Yeah. That's what they're there for. Let them serve. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And good on that church. Good on that church. Yeah, right? That. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you take that money and serve. Serve the community. It's amazing. Well, Kirk, um, I think we did it. Another... Uh, Another hot episode of Autastic. How do you feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. So hot. Yeah, I liked it. So hot, guys. Add me on Instagram, Kirksmith Comedy. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, check out my Australia tour dates coming up. Same thing. I'll be doing a, a, a little bit of uh, an autism show out there at that Tasmania Comedy Festival, raising awareness. There's some TV stuff out there. If you're out in Australia... Keep your ears peeled. If you're in the States, I will be back shortly. It's three weeks. It'll be going fast. How about you, Graham? What, what are you off to next, buddy? Oh, you just go to comedybythegram.com and uh, check me out. I'm all over the place. I'm going to be in Winnipeg uh, in a couple in about three weeks. Uh, this I think the second weekend of March, I will be in Winnipeg, uh, Manitoba, Canada. So we, uh, our listeners out there, come on out, support and uh, get a get a picture, and uh, it would be, be great to meet you. And yeah, if, and if you yeah. go to New York City and you don't take the opportunity to take up Graham on his offer to get you into some of the best clubs in New York City to see him perform, you're making a grave mistake. Graham's a great comic. He's working some of the best clubs in the city. Take him up on that. Great comic. Yeah, take me up. I'm very good. I'm very handsome and humble as well. Uh, that has been <laughs> autastic. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We appreciate your support and listenership. You're the best. Please share it, guys. We love you. Have a great week. You can do it.